This is TDPS. Eric. Yes, Christopher? Are you sick of doing promos for my new books yet? That depends. Are we at the beach? Yes, we're at Sapphire Cove, the fictional Southern California resort featured in my new gay romance series coming in 2022. This is alarming. When did we go outside? You were transported by the powerful prose of C. Travis Rice. That's my new pen name devoted to steamy and emotional tales of romance between men. Yeah, no, that's not it. I was about to eat a sandwich in the studio, and now I'm being harassed by seagulls. Brandon, get rid of the seagulls, please. Oh, that's much better. Now I have to pee. First, pre-order your copy of Sapphire Sunset, the first installment in the Sapphire Cove series, which goes on sale March 1st, 2022, from Blue Box Press, when a new member of the resort security department falls hard for the nephew of the wealthy family that owns the place, sparks fly, and sexy scandal ensues at Sapphire Cove. Uh, Yeah, could you pre-order that for me? I'm going to run to the little podcaster's room. Brandon! Come get this seagull! I can't help it if my writing sets the scene. I know what I'm going to set if someone doesn't come get this seagull. Where'd you get that sandwich? Sapphire Sunset, the first book in the Sapphire Cove series from C. Travis Rice. Now available for pre-order. Eric. Yes, Christopher? Have you been to my website lately? Why would I go to your website? You're sitting right here. Well, it's the place to find out all about my new books. Why would I go to your website for that? Again, you're sitting right here. All right. Well, for people who aren't right here, ChristopherRiceBooks.com is a great place to get information about my new releases. Which you'll give me copies of because I'm sitting right here. Yeah, maybe. But for those who aren't currently sitting in our studio on the Sunset Strip, check out my website, sign up for my mailing list, and check out all the posts on my blog where I talk smack about Eric Shaw Quinn. What smack? Shut up and read this new book I wrote. Fuck that and fuck ChristopherRiceBooks.com. This ad did not go as planned. This was an ad? Hi, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you're listening to TDPS Presents Christopher... And Eric. And we're going to do a whole fucking episode about daylight savings time, Well, what's getting ready to happen is (laughs) this is my my favorite day of the year, and it's maybe the last time it's going to have ever happened. And why is that? Giving us back the hour they took last spring, (laughs) which is what I like. It's my favorite day of the year. I hate the worst day of the year is the day they take my hour, Mm. and the best day of the year is the day they give the hour back. And based on recent legislative activity, Allegedly, next year, when we do daylight savings time, that'll be it. We'll never do it again. They're never giving the hour back, but they're not fucking with my sleep anymore. Well, have you, have you like, checked in with the process of this legislation? Like, is it for real? Are they going to hand it over to the states and everyone, every state is going to have a different time? Well, you know, it's really, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> like, I ha- lately, things are more up for grabs with that than they used to be, so right. it's hard to say. But allegedly... Right. The Senate and I guess the House of the United States 
of America passed this <laughs> bill. So that used to mean that that's what we were going to do. Now we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll I'm, see. I'm not sure what it means anymore with the most corrupt Supreme Court in history and people stupider than they've ever <laughs> been before. We, there may be rioting in the streets and people demanding <laughs> temporal equality or Make whatever it daylight is. daylight savings time weekly. I Don't want leave to pick, out any week. I need to pick whatever time it is I want it to be. <laughs> what kind of tyranny is this? It's time to overthrow the time tyrants. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, the stupidity level is pretty high. So it is high. Anything's possible, but including it, something as stupid as that. So here's what we did. Here's what we always do on the Dinner Party Show presents Christopher and Eric. We went to you, our beautiful party people on Facebook, and we asked you where you fell on the subject of daylight savings because time. in addition to it being almost, a, well, it is the end of daylight savings time for one last time, it's also just before election time. I hope you're right. all planning to vote for somebody who isn't an idiot. Right. And if you are, then I hope you don't vote. Right. <laughs> exactly. We're not trying to suppress your vote. No. But we're not encouraging dumb people to vote right, right just now. Just no more idiots. I yeah. just have really, please don't elect any more idiots. I would like, you know, it's fine with me if they're conservative. I just would like for them not to be an idiot. Not I to just be Marjorie Taylor Green. Can't, no more Marjories, yes. Yeah. Or several other Herschels or whatever. Oh, I just God. really don't need any my this is my last nerves. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so we're going to vote on something completely inconsequential and kind of wonderful, which would be the end of jerking us around about what fucking time it is when there it there is not more daylight. <laughs> There's the same amount of daylight, whether we set the clock, you know, we could say it's well, well, yeah. 14 the, o'clock, it would still be the same amount of daylight. The amount of daylight is determined by, and not by the clock, but by the, the distance we are from the, I don't know how. The position how, it, of the earth astronomy in shit. to the sun, yes. We should bring in Jordan Ampersand. Oh, no, oh, sorry. Okay. No, sorry. No, 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 no Jordan, no Jordan. No more no, big science no discussions Jordan about Jordan. Uh, never again, Jordan Ampersand. no. Um, but, okay, first, but first, uh, in the comments thread on Facebook, we had somebody reach out to you about a subject that we, the many believe might be impacting you very personally, Eric Shaw Quinn, and that is the recent passing of Miss Angela Lansbury. Oh, yes. that really did. I've actually yeah. cried over that a couple of times. Have you really? Yeah. I really was very fond of Angela. I watch... Um, Murder, She Wrote, almost every night because mm. there are 8 billion episodes and I'm never, Six. ever going to get to the end of the series. So hundred seasons great. and they're all on Peacock. Yeah. We get no money she was from them. really great. She started that 12-year series, 12 years, I think she was on yeah. the air. And she didn't start that series until she was 60 years old, which oh I think God. is like, good for you, girl. Mm-hmm. So she was, I guess, 72 by the time she finished. Going strong. How far are you? I'm on, I'm in season eight, I believe, in this mm-hmm. current viewing. I hadn't watched it for years, and so I started, God, I think back still during the pandemic and mm-hmm. slowly wending my way through. That's wonderful. And she played Mame on Broadway, and she was in Sweeney Todd, and she was in... Um, what is it called? Mama Rose. She played Mama Rose. Gypsy. Gypsy. She was in Gypsy and... Uh, yeah, she's amazing Broadway performances, and she started in Gaslight, the mm. movie that has actually become 
a term. That's mm-hmm. actually entered the language as a yeah as an idea of gaslighting people. Um, and uh, yeah, she's the Manchurian candidate. She's an all-time kind of. She was a treasure, and she's. We went she's looking for this now. story, but there wasn't really very much to the story because we actually thought that we might do a tribute to her by way of True Crime TV Club. But apparently, she moved out of Los Angeles in the '60s because her daughter not only was running her kids. I think both of them were running with a bad crowd, but her daughter was hanging out with Charles Manson's family. Apparently, she said this in an interview not too many years ago. Well, I. You mean the Manson? Family. I mean, the man- like, he wasn't like going over to Miss Manson's for dinner. <laughs> and she was like, "What am I going to do about my Charles?" <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Yeah, no. I figured. Yeah. But I was like, that came out a little funny. <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant exactly. So we just had lunch, and so there's a lot of blood sugar happening. But no, absolutely. And she said, but there's no big documentary about this. But it made it became a clickbait headline. It was what people pulled out of this. Longer interview. We literally couldn't yeah. find anything else about it. She just said, get in the car. And that was yeah. apparently the whole story. I'm Angela Lansbury, and I'm paying for everything once again. Get, get in, in the, the car. car. We're yeah. going to London. Bye. I know how that works. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah. No, she was an icon. 96 years old, though. What a long and fulfilling life. How old was the queen? Uh, oh, God. I'm... Wasn't the queen 96? Uh, how old was Queen Elizabeth? Age of death. Here we go. Ninety six. Yeah. There's a. This is. They're. They're connected. They're connected. They were yeah, called. Maybe so. Into the same service. The queen in the beyond. and the dame. Yeah. The queen and the dame. Well, she needed somebody to, you know, like uh, eat marmalade sandwiches with and drink tea and yeah. have that cake she carried around. Hagrid is gone too. They took yeah. Robbie Coltrane is gone. Yeah. It's been. It's been. Uh, a hard time for yeah, a sentimental a... old fools, but I know, uh, yeah, yeah, I I will miss her. I'm sorry, she didn't. She gave her. They gave her a, a lifetime achievement award or something on the the Tonys last year, but she couldn't make it. She right? couldn't she attend. Was, so yeah, yeah, it's gotten. She was getting on up there. So yeah, that's a shame. What an amazing life. What a wonderful, amazing life. I celebrate her, and uh, what a contribution she made to us all. In the time that we have left. <laughs> God, is that the whole hour? <laughs> no, oh, just okay. kidding. I was going to say, uh, the arc of murder she wrote, since you're now in season eight out of 12, you said? There are 12 I think seasons. so. Has, it, has the show changed at all? Has the formula of the show shifted? Not a whole lot. Like, in season seven, they started doing... It started being really more of an anthology. One of the things they say about the show is it's the longest-running anthology show in in television and history, how are we defining anthology? So show? that it's a series that are united. It's a series of uh, that is united by a common theme, but is not always the same cast. And oh, so like sometimes oh, they do. Yeah. Sometimes she's the star, and sometimes it's a friend of hers who we met in a previous episode who's having their mm-hmm. own episode, or some friends who she's fondly remembering, and they're. Memory comes back as a whole other episode. It's a series of what do they call them? Backdoor pilots. Yes. Oh, yes. A backdoor pilot. If you don't know, was when they would use a show that was successful and introduce characters or a situation in the main show that was a, being set up to be a potential spinoff, like the Jeffersons and the, All in the Family. There's a whole episode of the Golden Girls that was a setup for a backdoor pilot that I don't think ever happened. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Rita Moreno or somebody was in it, and it, the the spinoff became 
Empty Nest, which was the show that ended up actually following the Golden Girls for many years. But this set, this backdoor pilot, really just didn't happen. It was like they scuttled With Park overall and what's his yeah. name and but it's unrecognizable. And Dinah, the neighbor with the big dog, the Saint Bernard. God, I love Saint Bernards. Um, was introduced because you just can't have enough slobber in your I life. I really right? can. I love a good slobber. Uh huh. I love a good slobber. You're being inappropriate. I was just talking about a dog, and you made it sexual. And we're aren't we supposed to be talking about Angela? Lansbury? I was actually talking about slobber. I do not consider <laughs> slobber a sexual conversation. Maybe you do. Yeah, but that's your own personal kink. No more power to you. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but I don't see that in a particularly sexual context. Like a sanguine vampire, I need to ingest slobber on a regular. Uh, I know. I was trying to gross you out. No, let's let's focus. Let's focus. That's enough fooling around. Let's focus. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. If there was enough fooling around, we would stop doing this podcast altogether. <laughs> so, okay. Clearly, we are the proof that there's never enough fooling around. Never enough slobber or fooling around. Yes. So it's not. It's like a rotating cast, and that's what I had always heard. It was a leading question that that as time went on and as she got older. Um, 25 episodes. What is it? 25 per season. It's like unheard something of. Something like now. that. Something between 20 and 25 a season, depending she on the season. Do every one. It was just run anybody into the ground. So they started to bring in other stars and all that sort of stuff. And that was how the show was able to continue for as long as it did. But uh, you're the one watching it, so I'll go by what you're saying. Yeah, but honestly, like she's still very much. Um, a part of what's going on and she still does the usual thing. So, you know, like the same rules apply. If Jessica comes to visit you, you're either going to be killed, <laughs> arrested for a crime or in some way or somebody you care about is going to be. But yeah. Probably you'll be arrested. That's the most yeah. likely outcome. If Jessica's come to visit you, somebody you know is going to be murdered and you're going to be locked up for it. Jessica's going to have to save you. Yeah. Um Right. Um, Cabot Cove is the murder capital of America. Yes. Still continues to be the murder capital of America. And uh, yeah, and her publishing world is just one of the most fraught. <laughs> I mean, it's like, my God, are you editing with machine guns? What's happening? <laughs> What ha- what happens is like our editor's a murderer. I well that's that's how they launched the show. The oh, series. that's right. I remember. I watched her the publisher is a murderer, and the her editor's a murderer. And <laughs> her friend who is her agent's a pedophile. Her friend who is uh, a yeah. fellow author is a murderer. Yeah. And people are just yeah. It's I she is a, works in a much more dangerous area of publishing than I do. <laughs> <laughs> like keeping the people I work with awake is kind of a challenge. <laughs> Typically, particularly if they've had a little bit to drink. Absolutely, if they um, just came from a long lunch. Right. So, um in what year do you think you're in now? Like what year are they are the episodes being made? The not if you reached the 90s God, yet? What happened? They said something. Oh, I saw an episode last night where they're dealing with um, Mikhail Baryshnikov. No. Is that, am I, no. Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Mikhail, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> really not. He played him in the movie. It's fine. Yeah, Mikhail yeah. Baryshnikov right. played Gorbachev in the, yeah. um, no, Gorbachev and uh, the uh, the Soviet Union. So we're, the Soviet Union has not fallen yet. Wow. So we're still in like 87, 88. I think the show started in 85. The Is that right? The 90s? I no. really have no the, idea. The Soviet Empire, I think, fell in 89, I think. 
Yeah. I don't know. I it was right after Reagan yeah. was out of office and during the Bush was elected in eighty eight. Yeah. And uh, I think it was eighty eight to ninety two was the was the first Bush and then Clinton was elected in ninety two. Yeah. And I by then about a year. by then they had What's his name? Who would show up drunk and pass out in his car in the driveway in front of the White House? It was great. Wait, who was that? Who oh, was who was the first president of Brzezinski? Wasn't that the first? Was oh, yeah. Who was the first president of Russia after the? Oh, 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 oh. After oh, the oh, wall oh. fell. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get it. He's he jumped up. Uh, Boris Yeltsin. Yeltsin. Yeah, yeah. Boris Yeltsin. Boris Yeltsin. Yeah, apparently liked his his uh, Stolichnaya yeah. and uh, would yeah occasionally. Yeah. Have a bit too much. Okay. So we've talked about Angela Lansbury. Do we know what her position was on daylight savings time? <laughs> she hated it. She hated it. Anyone with any class. She and I talked about it all the time. We hate daylight savings time and we want it to stop. Where and did it come from? What is the origin of daylight savings time? It's agricultural, isn't it? That they That is one You're of just going to say the same. You're going to get it mad and you're going to say that say they, the same. there's not more sunlight. <laughs> Everybody always says it's agricultural. People who work in an area that's based on sunrise and sunset, they get up at sunrise and they knock off work at sunset. It doesn't make any difference what time it is. So that's just stupid. Is it about school? Is it about going to school? No. In fact, it makes it much more dangerous to go to school because suddenly children are going out in the dark <laughs> to wait for the bus and being run over by cars who can't see them right. because it's dark. Because it's dark and because they're sleepy. Yes. All right. Well, I don't want to get into the... Ma I'm going to save all the comments that we got. Everything and, about and it is... And by all, I mean worth... 23, but that's actually a healthy number yes. for us. Okay. I will say Stephen Love said, it's only one hour. Don't get why people lose their minds over it. Some people have real problems. <laughs> well, I'll this was Stephen. Stephen Love. Yeah, Stephen, I'll drop by your house an hour before you usually get up <laughs> and start banging on pots outside your window and see how you feel about that. <laughs> why would I want to get up an hour earlier than I usually get up? Because the... Somebody wants there to be more sunshine in the afternoon. I just don't understand that. Oh, wow. We got a lot to talk about today. I always have a lot to talk about when this subject comes up. But the good side is, um, this is my favorite because we get the hour back. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. Do you have a question or comment about this podcast? Then come share it with us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the dinner party show, no spaces, and we'll do our best to answer it on the show. Just watch out for our aggrieved manservant, Shea Butters. He moderates the page and he's been known to talk smack about the two of us. Most of what he says about you is true, though. We can discuss this later. That's right, at Facebook.com slash The Dinner Party Show. No, I meant in the car. Hi, I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and I'd like to take a moment to congratulate my co-host and producing partner, Christopher Rice. He's got not one, but four new books coming out in 2022. 
but today I'd like to tell you about one in particular, a standalone thriller called Decimate. It's the terrifying story of what happens to our kitchen here at the studio um, when I ask Christopher to make the tea. Y- yeah, no. When I said improvise the promo, I didn't say you could make shit up. I am not making this up. Look at that kitchen. Okay. Hi, party people. Decimate is actually a thriller about telekinesis and near-death experiences. The page-turning tale of a woman who becomes convinced her brother is being held hostage by a supernatural force following his death in a fiery plane crash. It has nothing to do with tea or our kitchen, and you can pre-order it on Amazon now. And while it is spine-tingling and terrifying, it is nothing compared to what I'm going to have to order off of Amazon to clean up that kitchen. Will you shut up about tea and our kitchen? Oh, I never shut up about tea. You, you like your meditating? You used to go. Fuck em. Fuck em. Okay, let's start with Miss Rhonda Reeves on the Dinner Party Show's Facebook page. She says this, gentlemen and Mr. Shea Butter. Shay, we're not involving Shay in this conversation. You but brought that's him up. I didn't bring him up. No, Rhonda, Rhonda's being polite and civil and good for Rhonda. Okay, before I answer. And She's the, the one. The question that we put to everyone was, should we abolish daylight savings time? What's your position? Where do we stand? Where does everybody stand? So before she answers that question, she asks, can anyone tell me what time it actually is? In other words, did we spring forward first or fall back first? And isn't it Arizona that doesn't utilize DST? I wonder. Cloud emoji or thought thought emoji, excuse me. I think it's Arizona and Indiana, maybe, who don't participate in Indiana the same way. I think Indiana comes up later in the thread in another comment. They they come in at a different time or something. Yeah. They do it, but they don't do it on the same time as the because rest Because that one missing hour, the last time they did it, is when they tried to kill all the gay people. And so they want that hour to be hidden. You know, that was when Mike Pence was governor. If any party are from Arizona, though, Rhonda would like to know, what are their thoughts? I live in predominantly in the 76210 uh, CT zone, and although I love, love all things fall season, Dark 30 arrival by 5.30 p.m. is not my favorite. She is not in the same camp as you, Eric Jaquin, but in spring, summer, I'm not really a fan of 6 a.m. sunup either. Unless it's already 85 degrees out there on its way to 100 and I need to garden. Rhonda is is a, is better with the emoji than my Aunt Karen. We got all – I wish you all could see this. Well, you can. It's actually on Facebook. So go look. <laughs> wish granted. Um... <laughs> and I need to garden. She has a gardening – a potted plant emoji. Then and only then am I a fan. As one of you are in the ending camp, convince me. All right. Well, if she's not convinced by, I, <laughs> you need to get your. What is he getting your makeup I out? Need, I need me some um some uh some cough drops. You need some cough drops. Okay. Are you ready to convince Rhonda Reeves that what the point? This is. I'm going to jump ahead here. Okay. Because this is what Christopher everybody, is just having a moment. This here. is just a lot going on. What people don't want is the changing back and forth. Yes. They're like, pick one and fucking stick with I it. I do not care what time it is. Stop dicking around <laughs> with what time I'm supposed to get up unless I can get up later, which is what happened today <laughs> or the day this first airs, um, which is the only thing I care about. So unless you can give me another hour of sleep, then just leave me the hell alone. And that's 
I'm interested to see what Arizona does because what I think that the Congress has proposed is that once we switch to daylight savings time the next time, because a little more fresh hell, why should we, you know, end this problem now when we could? Um, we will switch to daylight savings times and then we're never switching back. And since Arizona doesn't do that, they will then be permanently off time from the rest of the country <laughs> unless they switch once. So I'm intrigued to see what Arizona actually does because they don't do it ordinarily. The thing they don't do is switch to daylight savings time because I think that in Arizona, they have just about all the daylight they can stand. That's what it sounds like. And I think that's what Rhonda's comment brought to my attention for the first time. In the summer... The- Arizona is not like Phoenix is not a summer or a retreat destination out here. Palm Springs, large parts of it close up during the summer and businesses don't open because it's 4000 degrees. Right, out But there. Phoenix is a metropolis that has to continue functioning throughout right. the summer months. So less daylight for them can actually probably more people can get stuff done. So or survive like, doing or it. Survive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and my attitude is if you don't like the sun, the way the sun shines where you are, then you're living in the wrong place and you should move. Yes. You should not fuck with other people's sleep (laughs) because you don't like where you live. That's just my thought on it. But, you know, to each his own. I love how angry you get on this issue. I just hate it's so funny. daylight savings time. The most time. controversial episode we've ever done is going to be about daylight fucking savings time. All right. You mentioned Indiana, and Braden J. Quinn, it turns out, has lived in Indiana most of his life. He says the following, we didn't have daylight savings time for most of my life. The arbitrary changing of time has so many ramifications to a person's health. It is well documented. Yes. I've never understood the reasoning behind it and have argued for the time to be permanently altered to daylight savings time for years. The pushback I would receive was always, but that's not the real time. What does that even mean? Making wild swinging arm gestures, not unlike Eric Shawquin's been making this entire episode. I would have to explain that time is a construct and changing the time twice a year would perpetually make it the wrong time. Exactly. It has never made sense to me. Yes. Okay. That is, I am completely 100% in agreement. It is very detrimental. It has absolutely no advantages. It doesn't save any energy. It does not, it actually, it kills a lot of people every year. Well, talk about that. There's actual studies, right? You both mentioned right. studies, yeah. People are sleep deprived. They wreck their cars. They run over children. Children are waiting for buses in the dark or coming home in the dark or whatever it is that's happening. And um, yeah, and then it just puts a lot of strain on people that by throwing off their uh, circadian rhythm, which is never a healthy choice. It's just... There isn't any benefit. And so trying when you say about agricultural things, which I just have always that's the one that always cracks me up the most, like, oh, well, the sun hasn't gone down yet, but it's uh, this is what it says on my wristwatch. So I'm going to quit farming now because that's how this works Um, are just that's just crazy. Yes, absolutely. Um, Aaron, uh, Tim agrees with you. He wants to end it. He says it is so dumb to change time. Also, the spring forward causes massive health problems. Absolutely. Gina Rowden says, stop the insanity. End daylight savings time. Absolutely. Rachel and Jerry says, about time. Um, okay. 
A longer comment from Patricia Seneville. I'm not for changing the time in the fall and in the spring or any other time. I find the change annoying and unnecessary. Right. I just about get my sleep back on schedule and bam, the time changes and I have to do it all over again. That's exactly how I feel. Fall is not as bad as spring. Spring is a killer. My body craves that lost hour of sleep until summer. Maybe on your show you can offer the reasons for the institution of daylight savings time in the first place. Is it still a valid reason to disrupt our biological alarm clock? It is not. If not, why keep it? The why said with the proper line, wine, excuse me. Properly. Well, I don't know if we did the research because we don't want to buy into the daylight savings time origin story. We just want it abolished. We want to re- tear down its statues and its temples. It's one of those, temples. like I, an idea that, you know, like that didn't get thought all the way through at the time that it that it was come up with. Keep I talking. Think, I'm finally going to Google this shit. I just feel like that it had something to do with, um, I'm going to go with, had something to do with saving fuel in the time of World War II. That's going to be my choice, okay. that it's about saving fuel in World War II. <gasps> uh, okay, well, it wasn't World War II. It was, oh, this is going to be one of those really long articles that Google had a clip. No, it came about because of World War One. World War One and... Germany, the United Kingdom, and the United States all pushed our clocks forward to better coordinate waking hours with light bulb use, thereby conserving electricity. The program lapsed until World War II, so you're going to be right too, when Roosevelt instituted war time zones, which were basically the same thing, only with a cooler sounding name. Astonishingly, despite originating as a temporary FDR government program, war time zones actually ceased at the conclusion of the war. Thereafter, time zones defaulted to municipalities until 1966, when Congress enacted a permanent annual daylight savings time, in part to standardize the plethora of discordant clocks across the nation. I bet. Yeah, that's ridiculous. One of the reasons they started having standard time, standardized time in the first place was to prevent the trains from running right. into each other. <laughs> right, exactly. Today, all of those reasons are outdated. We probably won't go to war with Germany again for another 20 or 30 30 years. Yeah, at least, unless that, you know, Angela Merkel really gets in her attitude. And all of the economic benefits seem She's to, not even the champion. No, I was going to so say. I... Yeah, this was not an episode for which we did a lot of homework, but we're doing it real time. Anyway, all this information came from Reason Magazine, which is a radically libertarian website, so take it as you will. And the, but... thing, that, and the thing that I will say is that the people who came up with it in the first place for World War One were incorrect because mm. the thing that we have learned is that it doesn't actually save any energy at all because if you don't do it here, then you do it there. You know mm. what I mean? It just depends on what time you're going to be burning the energy, which is, right. again, kind of wrong. <laughs> it was a dumb thing that everybody did. That's my daylight savings right. time and so song. It sounds like the reason that we're stuck with what we've got now is because everybody had their own individual. This is Dallas time. This is Fort Worth time. We're on Houston time. We're on New Orleans time. New Orleans time. I'm on Snackish time, which is we yeah, we <laughs> our days are only 22 hours long cuz we just can't last for 24 hours. Right? Child. Yeah. Uh, Stacey Ranslebin says, end daylight savings time. The reasons for it don't hold up anymore. The older I get, the worse it is on my ability to deal with time change. Absolutely. If I'm going to suffer time change, it should be for something fun like traveling. That's correct. Now, if we all got to or travel. Or staying up late to, you know, get up to stuff. 
Um, Hunter Robertson says, absolutely keep it. Well, I like singing Turn Back Time and the Time Warp as loud as I can in the car. I could do it any day, but it just feels more appropriate on the day it begins and ends. And then he goes on to ask you about how you're feeling about the passing of Angela Lansbury. So don't be too hard on Hunter. Can you reach out to your contacts at Peacock and have them stream bed knocks and broomsticks? Bed knocks? Bed knobs and broomsticks, excuse me. Isn't that Disney? Uh, well, that's the beginning of a, of a of an important dialogue about that movie. I think that that's Disney, in which case it would be streaming on Disney Plus and not be Hunter Robertson. Head to your nearest Disney Plus on your nearest television. Let's see, we're gonna Google that shit. Okay, I, it looks like everybody was in favor of getting rid of it, except um, for Hunter. Well, and Stephen Love, who said some people have real problems. and um, That just was a remark. Stephen was just being a smarty. John Zink says, keep it the same all year. Bye, girl, bye. Yeah, that's basically the same. Angelina Farmer says, bye-bye, losing an hour of sleep and hoping you don't become a statistic as someone hits you because they're sleepy. Right. It becomes more dangerous than useful. Wow, that's, a, that's it's the grudge. <laughs> it's the grudge. She used the grudge app. So oh, um, she did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Derek Schindler says, I live in Saskatchewan. We never change our clocks. Never have. Seems like a pain in the ass to do it twice a year. It is a pain in the ass if you haven't gathered from all of our Absolutely hollering. Absolutely huge pain in the ass. We don't understand why people insist on our doing it. And uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have to starting next year. But, you know, like I say, we'll see. It's only... The U.S. House and Senate ruled <laughs> on it, so who knows? Okay, so uh, here are the here are the details on this. According to a Reuters article on March 16th of this year, the U.S. Senate has approved a bill to make daylight savings time permanent. Uh, on Tuesday, as of this article, so this was in March, passed legislation that would make daylight saving time per- is it daylight savings time or daylight saving time? I don't. That's another reason we should get rid of it. <laughs> because Christopher can't decide whether it's plural or singular. The Senate approved the measure called, oh boy, Eric's going Eric's gonna to go off, the Sunshine Protection Act <laughs> unanimously by voice vote. The House of Representatives, which has held a committee hearing on the matter, must still pass the bill before it can go to President Joe Biden to sign. The White House has not said whether Biden supports it. He might be a really big fan of changing his clocks. A spokesman. <laughs> he's 72. He's not getting up until he's I think this is an ready. outdated article. Nancy Pelosi declined to say if she supports the measure, but said she was reviewing it closely. Senator Marco Rubio, one of the bill's sponsors, said supporters agreed the change would not take place until November 2023 20, after input from airlines and broadcasters. Airlines and broadcasters. Curious. The change would help enable children to play outdoors later and reduce seasonal depression, according to supporters. That's bullshit. (laughs) It it does not increase the amount of sunshine. (laughs) So seasonal depression would in no way be impacted by changing what time it is because it would still be dark. I can't. I have to hold on. I know this is not the most important issue confronting America, says Marco Rubio, but it's one of those issues where there's a lot of agreement. 
If we can get this passed, we don't have to do the stupidity anymore. Right. I mean, like, there's not ever, we can't fix everything, but we can fix this. <laughs> so let's fucking fix it. Well, it sounds like we are. Let's see what the I hate to hear do. that I am agreeing with Marco Rubio, yeah. but there you are, America. It happened. Right. And it is Disney Plus. It is Disney Plus. All right, Hunter. Go to Disney Plus immediately. And watch Bedknobs and Broomsticks. <laughs> I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And Eric and I aren't just podcasters. And bitches. That's right. We're also authors. And you can buy all of our books at www.thedinnerpartyshow.com or tdps.tv and wherever ebooks are sold. At thedinnerpartyshow.com or tdps.tv, you can check out my Right Murder mystery series. Or sample my Burning Girl thrillers. The best part is, the more you buy our books, the less likely we'll end up filling the spot with an annoying ad for a napkin that counts your calories. The TDPS Network, alienating potential advertisers one promo at a time. All right. Well, you know, I feel like we've heard from our party people on this issue, but I think— Did we count up the votes? Well, okay. No, I'll count them up right now. Hold on. You talk, Tell a funny story. <laughs> One day, once upon a time, Christopher and I decided to do a show about daylight savings time and whether people liked it or not because we wanted to come up with a thing that people could vote on because there are actually elections, midterm elections this week, which— um, give me the willies to even think about because the stupidity party is uh, <laughs> really making some inroads lately. 15 I... votes against out of 23 comments. And a lot of the comments just didn't vote. They just had fun things to share with us. But we really only had one person who was wildly in support of it, and that was Hunter Robertson, and we will deal with him accordingly. But he was actually... Sweet about he, Angela Lansbury. He was being funny is what he was. He I was, think so. So, I, yeah, I think overwhelmingly the vote was against him. I just, I just, there's just like, except for Karen, everybody that I know, nobody really has a very strong opinion about keeping it. Karen, my aunt? Your aunt. What is Karen's opinion about keeping it? She thinks that it's better Why? to have more sunshine. More sunshine oh, God. And you told her a million times that Every there's time not more sunshine. Every time she says it, I say there is no more sunshine. And she laughs that way she does, where she closes her eyes and shakes her head. Yeah. Meaning, you're just an idiot and I'm not listening <laughs> to you. It's like when she told me that thing about uh, the... The hole at the bottom of Antarctica that Listen, ships are flying my, out of. And- I have tried. I have tried so hard to get my Aunt Karen to come on the podcast, and particularly the dinner party show, and talk about what she believes, and she would not do it. She would not come on. Because, because let me she tell knew you, you were just making sport of her. I'm not making sport of her. I want to take her seriously, but she needs to be it able to talk possible. about her beliefs in a way that's somewhat credible. Like she and my mother would get going about... Graham Hancock, who's going to be the subject of a of a Netflix special, I saw by the way, um, and I don't I don't even I'm not that familiar with his work. He may be legitimate adjacent. I don't I've, I've no idea. Yeah, who but he it, might be, it's but. like in, it brushes up against ancient aliens, but it's not full on ancient aliens. It's you know, 
Uh, anyway, I've tr- I really wanted her to come because you'll just be in the middle of a conversation with Karen and she'll be like you said, well, you know, there is a hole in Antarctica. And it's like, Karen, we were talking about Christmas. Like, how did we get to a hole in Antarctica that spaceships fly through? Fly out of, yeah. So, talk about, okay, you had a whole back and forth with her about That was this. really fun because I said... You can look at Google Earth and you can see there is no, oh no, they've gotten to Google. They've had, they, <laughs> they've erased it and masked it over. And I said, who the hell is they? And yeah. she said, you know, the powers that be. And I was like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. No, you actually have to have a name. You have right. to have an actual group or a name or an organization. Well, it used to be the Trilateral Commission. That used to, I used to hear them talk about that a lot. Mom and Karen, like, well, the Trilateral Commission is that. I'm like, who's the Trilateral? Yeah, is that like QAnon? Like, what are we also, talking about? Yeah, that's also no. Yeah. That's no. That's a non-starter. Like, yeah. No, no, that's not what that's about. And no. Yeah. No, but um, um, so yeah, it was. It's that sort of yeah, free floating. It's like those YouTube documentaries where they just say things. Like I did that one about the moon. Oh God, that one. Where yeah. they just said things as though, well, obviously there. You yeah. know, here's this structure, and here are these people living on the moon, and yeah, it's like. I can't see any of that. You're not presenting any proof. You're just saying it as though it's true. But although. It isn't true, and we haven't seen it. You and I had an experience with one of those about the Titanic that was sort of like, mm, it was a conspiracy. Remember, you called me. You were like, there's this YouTube I watched about the Titanic, and it's was kind it of- YouTube? A, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was actually on Amazon. Which doesn't make it any more legit, because there's plenty of nonsense up there. But, but it's possible to package that stuff where it's like, hmm, this is sort of remotely credible. If, if the thing that they showed about the, the name- Yes, but let's let me tell people what it is. Okay, the th- the conspiracy theory is that um, the Titanic is not the ship that sank; that it was the Olympic, which was involved in. And you can jump in and, and correct me. If some I'm kind of wrong. terrible, some kind of sh- harbor accident, right. That had was going to damage it so badly they couldn't recover the insurance on it. But for some reason, they could recover the insurance on the Titanic, so they switched the ships. And the one that sank was not actually the Titanic. It and was the, the sinking Olympic. was planned. Right. And that that's where the theory had, goes. And they had planned to um, they had planned to, to rescue everybody because there was going to be another ship in the immediate proximity. And through screwed up signals and whatever, communications were not what they are today. The other ship was in the wrong position. They hit the iceberg and um, they sank. Yeah, the ship was on fire when it left the port. There was a part of it was burning that they were never able to put out in one of the, the, uh, the whatchamacallits. The thing that was the most convincing about it was when they showed where you could see where it used to be called, where the words, the Olympic, used to be on the prow of the sunken part of the ship that they found at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually see where it used to say Olympic as opposed to... Titanic. I guess it could be doctored, but it was like, wow. The other thing that was really interesting was, I think it was J.P. Morgan who owned Mm -hmm. um, a sizable amount of them, was supposed to sail on the maiden voyage of the Titanic and reserve suites and everything. And at the last minute, he and a group of very rich people who were all friends of his canceled their reservations and didn't travel mm-hmm. all at once. Just okay. kabam, and then went down. There was a number of, but it was one of those things of like, oh, huh. 
Interesting. Never it heard any of this before. Fell apart for me around they were able to convince Captain Smith to go along with the plan because he was such a bad captain and had a bad record. It was just they. It's when it started to get into personality assessments of why people would have gone along with it. And it he fell died, apart. didn't he? Yeah, he drowned. He drowned. He went down with the ship. There's a lot. One of the one of the great tragedies of history is why nobody was able to get to that ship. And there's been a lot of conspiracy theories around that aspect of the tragedy. Right. And I think, as with a lot of conspiracy theories, they crop up when something is sort of too awful for us to accept. And the thing that I think we need to accept is that all of the ships out there that night were in the same ice field, and none of them wanted to move. And the Californian's captain uh, did go to sleep. That's true. You know, they didn't receive the distress calls at the time that they should have. And they were, I think, the ship in the the best position to have rescued anybody. And they didn't respond. And there was great shame heaped upon them over it. And there was also a great desire to somehow let them off the hook. And I think that spun off into conspiracy theories and whatever. But the special, I don't know if you watched the special that I thought was the most telling, went into... Uh, the weather phenomenon that night and what it was doing to the water and how it was, the fact that it was so incredibly clear actually made it harder to see icebergs and harder to navigate because it was like you were on top of a mirror and and delineating the sky, the starry sky from the ocean was actually difficult and seeing things at a distance. I just think it was one of those instances where there are some actual plausible scientific explanations for what really unfolded, but they're the type of explanations that seem counterintuitive and people don't really like them. So that's my... Well, the part of the, the conspiracy that was the hardest for me was the... You, you put all of these people on here and you didn't have a better plan for getting them off at the time exactly. of the... That's, that's the part that's like, yeah, that doesn't... Everything, it kind of works for me until that point. And then it's like... Well, this is just stupid. Like, Well, and there are also a couple things about the Titanic tragedy that have been repeated that are in dispute today. One is that there may not have been enough lifeboats, but a lot of the lifeboats went out half empty. And more people could have been saved by the amount of lifeboats that were on the Titanic. And I think the way somebody put it to me, um, or the way I heard it read, they didn't put it to me directly or written, excuse me, is um, you are... Um, an immigrant, you're a woman, you're traveling to the new world with a man uh-huh. at the turn of the century who is maybe your husband or is your son. Is You are living in the gender politics of that era and that time. Right. And somebody says to you, your potential breadwinner as you are putting your entire life on the line is going to stay here on this sinking ship and you're getting in that lifeboat alone. And a lot of those women wouldn't go. They said, no, I'm not leaving my husband. Uh, that's ridiculous. It would be financially ruinous for me if I survived to leave my husband in that moment. And so a lot of the descriptions of third-class passengers being uh, held back and shoved down and gates being closed in their faces like we saw in that movie, those are being questioned by some credible sources today. They're saying that the gates were not closed for as long as they said they were, that the um, the uh, the failure was of the captain to notify everyone in the ship at the same time properly that they were in real danger. So people didn't start migrating to the upper decks until it was right. too late. And so there's a lot about that tragedy that I think is coming to light that puts conspiracy theories into dispute. But it's coming to light or being accepted more recently. And so in the interim, these wild theories kind of popped up. I, you know, I, I'm happy to bow to your... 
I'm obsessed with the Titanic. I can't believe it's become a Titanic episode. Than me, but that was yeah. why I brought it up to you in the first place. Was I'm not as obsessed with it, and I yeah. saw this. I kind of got started on it, and then I couldn't quit. I was so intrigued because it was so like, well, this is t- turning this story on its ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I presented it up to you, but partly because I figured you would be able to clarify. Yeah. But yeah, it it was one of those ideas that was like, well, a lot of this works except for the part where all of these people die because they're totally not prepared for the totally ship to not sink. Prepared. And if you were going planning to sink the ship, you would be like the thing that would be suspicious was how overly prepared you were yes, of for course. the ship to sink and you weren't and so Unless you were just a heartless monster who was planning to just kill all these people, which I don't think they were. It's, it's, to kill all these people just to collect the insurance doesn't really seem... Because it must have cost them way more. It's the distance of the other ships from the Titanic, if that was your plan, that doesn't yeah. make any sense for me. Because the other thing you learn about Titanic is that the hours in the lifeboat were no fucking picnic. Like, those lifeboats were not equipped to keep people alive for days. Those lifeboats started to link, uh, leak, excuse me. People started to, <laughs> to link. <laughs> some of them, I think, they may have linked. I think some of them may have done that. But, like, people died in the lifeboats, you know? Just, like, it was horrible. So, yeah. And I, I think that's where it falls apart. You would have at least had some kind of ship within some reasonable distance. And the, 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 ma- the most significant part of the Titanic tragedy and all of the um, conspiracy theories is that it's proof that Christopher would rather talk about anything <laughs> rather than daylight, <laughs> daylight savings, time, savings time, which is actually what this episode is supposed to I be I really, about. oh, something else. You gave me another bone. I'm going to chase it. <laughs> I'm going to chase it into the icy waters of the Atlantic. Uh, that's my cue. Cue for what? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Where, Christopher, where are you going? <sighs> okay, then. This is Jordan Ampersand. Is anyone there? I'm ready to dazzle. Uh, Jordan, what prison are you in so I can send them all flowers? I'm and maybe calling a nice card? in with a man on his feet report. Do you mean a man on the street report? That's so sexist. Like, women can't be on streets? Like, has no one heard of prostitutes? Jordan? Yes. I'm thrilled that you're not with us in the studio today, but could you get on with whatever fresh hell this is going to be? I want to get this episode over with and do something exciting, like clean out the teapot. Fine. Since today's episode is all about daylight savings times, I thought I would broaden the perspective beyond you two crazy old bitches with some outside voices. As opposed to inside voices, which... Unlike yours, actually know what they're talking about? Earlier today... God knows you are the earlier queen today, of outside voices. Earlier today, I gathered some of my most interesting friends to discuss the topic of daylight savings timeses. We answered questions like, where is it? What does Brittany think of it? If it were an animal, which one would it be? But I cut most of that out because it was dumb. Oh, that was the dumb part. Jordan, who are these interesting friends you brought together for this purpose? Well, there's hot young Andrew Christian models, Mauritius, TJ, and Boris. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. Haven't they been Andrew Christian models for like 10 years? I thought they rotated those boys out pretty frequently. You know, to keep them young or because they starved to death. You're thinking of Andrew Christian with a C-H. This is Andrew Christian with a K and a silent P. 
they don't do underwear. It's just socks, condoms, nipple clamps, and Karen Carpenter underoos. Well, that must make for interesting fashion Anyway, shows. along with my bestie Fitzpatrick, who didn't really bring his A-game because last night hadn't completely worn off yet, earlier today we gathered inside the classic West Hollywood Starbucks on Santa Monica Boulevard across from the old 24-hour uh, fit. Jordan. What, Eric Shawquin? That Starbucks has been closed for almost a year. Oh, really? No wonder it was so hard to get in. Anyway, mm. do the thing with the tape, person, or roll the tape, or roll tape. I don't know, whatever. He's asking me too many questions. All right, guys, we're here to talk daylight savingses and what it means to us. And wow, someone really needs to pick up that espresso order. Anyway, Mauritius, why don't you go first since you have the least body fat? What does daylight savings this mean to you? I find myself unconstrained by the daylight of others through a process of deep soul work that includes journaling, sheep mimicry, and microdosing Tide Pods. I make my own daylight. I rise with the me. And so it doesn't matter what others are doing. When you are your own son, no one can throw shade. That's deep. Fitzpatrick, what about you? My question is, how can you tell when it's daylight? We'll come back to you. Put that rat down. TJ, thoughts for the group? You know, everybody else's daylight is just not as good as my mama's daylight. She made the best daylight of all. She set up a little stand on her back porch and all the neighbors would come and have themselves a jar and shoot at each other and have a possum toss and stuff. It was the best daylight in the county. TJ, I think you're thinking of moonshine. Well, whatever it is, I think the government should keep its hands off it. It's just too much fun. Boris. You hail from one of the Eastern European countries where everyone's fucking hot until they turn 30. How about an international perspective? In my country, we have no daylight. Daylight is expensive, and so we have to buy from oligarch. But first, he make us dance naked on table while his daughters watch. Spicy is their film. Proud to be an American now. But don't need daylight. It is for pussies. Why are there pigeons in here? Well, Eric Shaw Quinn, the votes are in. The votes for what, exactly? Well, clearly daylight savings times. This is too confusing, and we should just get rid of it. Also, your friends are not very bright. We might want to consider getting rid of them, too. Yeah, also, um, I kind of lied about the prison thing earlier. You're not really mm-hmm. supposed to go into a Starbucks that's been closed for months for some reason. Anyway, can you maybe, like, bring some bail money down to the... I'm sorry, that's all the time we have. Christopher, you can come out now. How did that go? It would have gone so much better if you'd stayed. Oh, no. I lie. You know, you two have a special chemistry. I don't like to get in the way. You know? Sort of like um, Nitro and Glycerin. Yes, exactly. Nitro and Glissy. That's going to be my new name for you. Nitro and Jordy. Jordy and Nitro. How's that sound? <laughs> Yay. Nitro um, Jordy and... What, did, did he say what prison? Did he say what jail he's in? Or no? I'm sorry. Say, I hung okay. up long no, before we got to we shouldn't anything that might involve him being... You know, in the general population of things. We shouldn't get involved. So next week, it is our next Daylight Savings episode. We're doing another episode about Daylight Savings. <laughs> Actually, we're, do- we're going to talk about one of my very yes. favorite things. Yes. Like, I just... I, it is the thing that makes me kind of begin to understand the John Benet Ramsey people. Like, really, you mean I, their obsession like, with the case? Yes, not- I, like I thought John Benet Ramsey was a, a sort of interesting mystery. It seemed a little more obvious to me than it did to most people. Like, 
nobody decides that, well, our daughter has been injured, so let's strangle her to death with a electrical cord and wrap her up in a rug and put her in the basement. That's just yeah. the stupidest sto- storyline. I mean, talk about the stupid conspiracy. Yeah, that right. just doesn't work for me. Like, no, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Move on. Yeah. Um, but this one, the Lori Vallow case. Yes, exactly. I just... It started in, I want to say, 2019 with a Washington Post headline that I think was, Where Are the Children? That was the headline. You sent it to me and you were like, are you paying attention to what's going on with this story? I just was ab- instantly obsessed with it. So it has unfolded rapidly over the last year or two, and Netflix has done a special three-part series about it called Sins of Our Mother, we're going to bring it to you next week on uh, a new installment of Christopher and Eric's True Crime Special Edition, which is what we call it when we do an entire series for you in one episode. And, uh, yeah, we sort of already know the story by heart, so this should be interesting. I just really am looking for it. My God, that story. I just – I can't get enough of it. I just – it's so – it has cults and – crazy religious stuff and yeah. just lunatic psychopath sociopath who knows yeah. it's just the one of the most heinous it's just one of the most hideous things i've ever like i just it's i can't get enough of it hideous 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 so next week that'll be our topic until then and forever after i'm christopher rice and i'm eric Shaw Quinn. and you've been listening to tdps presents christopher and eric at the right time thanks This is TDPS.